0: And you can press play. Work it, make it, do it, makes us harder, better, faster, stronger. Work it, make it, do it faster, makes us stronger than ever. Congrats on the 20,000, you guys, really. Congratulations. Welcome to That That Don't Kill Me, a podcast about health, illness, and disability by the people who live it themselves every day. I'm Kendall. I'm Jamie. And this is episode. Four? four, y'all. Yeah. Four. Woo woo woo. Yay, we did it.
1: Season two, episode four.
0: We're back. E- exciting. We
1: back. We're recording on Valentine's Day.
0: Oh yeah. The love um, is in the air. Yes. It's just uh, all around us. Yes. I feel it in my fingers. <laughs> I feel it in my toes. <laughs>
1: what's what it what's your Valentine's Day been like so
0: far? Um, well, you know, I woke up and walked out of my bedroom and I saw my mom and my dad and my eighty one year old grandpa. Nice. <laughs> and I was like, okay, here we are. This is what twenty eight year olds should be doing. Is. Yeah. On Valentine's Day.
1: And then you all gave each other the little
0: big wet kisses on the mouth the, uh, <laughs> the, just kidding i was gonna go do. with like
1: the kindergartner valentine's like oh. the fold over cards with <laughs> and the went, uh, the sweethearts in the middle
0: i, I went with like some yeah, yeah. definitely definitely off-brand yeah. comedy um yeah what about you jamie um
1: i woke up at a i bolted awake at a sharp 730 something mm. uh, to check the to do what I do every Sunday morning oh
0: yeah <laughs>
1: should I get into this now or should I say well
0: no oh, get into to, it
1: to check the um, I do every Sundays I spend the morning on New York City and New York State government websites just hanging out mm-hmm. just seeing what's in the news what updates there are watching um, daddy Cuomo giving his press conferences. <laughs> Uh, and to try to see if I could uh, get get the vaccine, um, and was love in the air for you. I was the odds were in my favor. I was given a rose, and mm, yeah, I was able to get an appointment. Wow! Um, and honestly, I love that. Honestly, I'm still riding the adrenaline uh, hours later. My blood pressure has not gone down. (laughs) (laughs) I can hear my heart rate in my ears. It's the most (laughs) excitement I've experienced in a full calendar year.
0: Oh my gosh. I'm so excited for you. Thank you. So, the appointment's on Thursday. 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 This podcast is going to be 50% vaxxed by next week. By
1: next week. Wow. Very soon. Very soon.
0: That was sooner than I anticipated. So Me here's too. what I want to know. Yeah. When I tried to get a vaccine appointment in New York, I got one for March 26th. Mm-hmm. Why?
1: That's a great question. At the
0: Javits Center. So that's where I'm going, is the Javits so Center. So what happened so is basically, what I want to know.
1: So basically what happened was New York City and state have about three or four websites. Um, but like, did they just get new, they just got how so as i understand it and i don't know i don't know even if the people doing it understand it i don't know if andrew cuomo understands it but as i understand it why they were why they decided to open up this Mm -hmm. round of eligibility was specifically because they were saying we are taking supply back from hospital systems that we gave to them to vaccinate their staff that they have not used." and well they, look at that yes and that that supply that's probably now been sitting there for almost like, two months because i think it was just, december <sighs> december 15th <sighs> um <laughs> and it's not like it was all sitting there i think it was no like, i know but they like, gave still, them time to get bad. through their staff and i think they were saying if you haven't given it given out your supply by now to your staff like clock is ticking we're gonna take that back and use it somewhere else um which i think sounds like it was the right call Mm -hmm. but that's a supply that has not been offered to the public until this round like that's been separate from the supply that's been on offer
0: well that would do it that would definitely do it yeah so
1: i don't i mean that's not enough to cover everyone still because sure as i think what they said is this round opens up a million more people in the state i believe um Maybe that's in the city, but I believe it's in the
0: state. Uh, I was going to say, that doesn't seem like that many people.
1: I mean, what they've said so far is that, like, around 7 million people are eligible in the state up until this round. And the state's, like, 19 million people total. Mm. Um, and so adding a million... So about half? Yeah. Maybe it's maybe it's a million in the city. I don't know. Um, But, yeah. So, like, they have more supply... Not enough to cover everyone, yeah. Um, but I think it was enough for them to say, like, we can we can open this up. So, but that was going, I think, mostly to the state-run um facilities. Cool. Uh, so that's why I got to the Javits Center. A lot of people were having an issue getting to that site because the site's overloaded. If you still look right now, it's overloaded. Mm-hmm. Um. And I ended up getting in – and other people I know who got it got in the same way, which is, like, a backdoor link that they, like, weren't promoting that basically let you go without, like, getting the cue that was telling you, like, it's going to take an hour or whatever. Wow. Um, Yeah. And just – just move fast. It was, like – it really felt like I was in a heist. (laughs) felt
0: like (laughs) – I mean, I know, Jamie, when I, like – literally until they put that dose that first dose in my actual arm i was like something could change like yeah i'm still not sure this might not happen
1: i'm still not sure when i when it was going through i was like i I felt like i was in national treasure Mm i'm i'm in the van outside and i'm on the laptop and as soon as like that email confirmation came through it was like Nicolas Cage had just opened the van and opened up the poster tube and the Declaration of Independence was right in there. And it was like, let's get the fuck out of here before someone changes their mind. Before <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the FBI finds me.
0: Yeah, definitely. Wow. I mean, okay. Congratulations. Very exciting. Thank you. The, I mean, I think what a better... There's no better gift on Valentine's Day than... This Valentine's the, Day, then treat, the love of, treat yourself. <laughs> Than the love of a COVID vaccine yeah. in your arm.
1: When I think of Valentine's Day, I think of immunity from the COVID-19 mm-hmm. virus.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. This is really... He went to Jared. Big things. And I'm <laughs> going to the Javits. <laughs> <laughs> he went to jared and i'm going to the Javits center yeah nice 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 yeah, pretty well much. wow okay so like i mean i hesitate to ask because i think i know the answer but like what would that mean your week was on a pain scale ranking
1: no pain at all it was wonderful it's a painless week Zero. S- zero. it's a truly wonderful week um <laughs> just it's so it's so funny what some uh some random luck with a bureaucracy will do for your week (laughs) i know that's where we are where i'm like i feel high right now because i got into a state government website (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah no it was a great week so i'm at at a zero nice What, what about you
0: um my week was like pretty good, yeah. We're mm-hmm. turning, we we turned, we turned positive this week. It um positive vibes, definitely like a two or a three at this point. Um, nice. yeah. I mean, I hesitate to say zero just because I feel like it could always get worse, right. but um or like you know just so for the for the you know context, mm-hmm. I've now. I have left my cold home where mm. I was for the last hmm, eight months. Mm. I don't even know. A very long time. Six months. Six mm. months, maybe? Six months. Um, living with my parents uh, in my childhood bedroom. It was negative zero degrees. I don't know how Apple weather app decides to... Do, Put the
1: negative onto zero.
0: <laughs> do there. I mean, that's to me that does that's not a Just, number, but the number them, hasn't been
1: invented yet. Yeah,
0: yeah, they're I guess one step ahead of us. So mm-hmm. it's been negative zero degrees on and off for basically two weeks, which I think has really greatly um, added to my COVID blues yeah um and now i've escaped to uh really the eye of the storm Mm -hmm. florida Mm -hmm. (laughs) i am a hundred percent that bitch yeah um (laughs) and uh well according to the governor
1: there the new strains are only in blue states the, uh, the new news trains are, are yes. a Democrat invention. Yes. So you might actually be safer there.
0: I might I might actually be safer. Yeah, I mean basically still maintaining house arrest mm-hmm. but doing it um when it's seventy eight degrees outside is a lot different than negative zero. Right. So I feel great. I feel so good. That's um, wonderful. It's amazing what just a little bit of sun can do for you. Right, yeah. Um, and I mean I feel bad slash guilty about being in Florida, but um and honestly look look at all the people around me that I saw on my walk outside today. Mm. And just thought, wow, you guys are all horrible people. <laughs> but I'm doing the <laughs> but exact not same me, thing. Though. So, you know, such is life. Such is life, yeah. Such is life. But, you know, it's really, it's really honestly great. And we brought my grandpa down here for a week. He's staying with us. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be here for three weeks. And get this I drive like... back mm-hmm. and I literally am driving to my second dose.
1: That's wonderful. I so, think you figured out the way to do it, which is yeah. go s- travel, go somewhere else to yes. wait for the second dose. Yes. Because otherwise it's like you're just going to be home yeah. driving yourself crazy waiting. Mm-hmm. Also, here's something that's fun, um, kind of related to that. So mm-hmm. you got Moderna, right? Yeah, I got Moderna. I believe I'm getting Pfizer. Oh. So we could maybe do a head-to-head taste test. Oh yeah, that's that well. is nice. Yeah, we could we could compare and contrast. Yeah, I just wanted to, just wanted to mention it. Didn't mean to.
0: Pfizer, how'd you know? Me. How'd you know?
1: Because they say on the website you will be scheduled for your second dose twenty one days after.
0: Oh, hot tip! That's the tell. That's, that's a Pfizer. That's a Pfizer, all right. <laughs> that there's <is> a Pfizer. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, wow yeah. we know way too much about these vaccines now yeah but so um, you'll, you'll be there till you get your second dose I know that you wanted the moderna so I'm sorry about that
1: it's okay I think I was worried that I was if getting the Pfizer then they would the next day be like and you can't get the second dose um mm-hmm. but I but I think they've said pretty
0: yeah they're scheduled they, they schedule that you immediately yeah.
1: yeah New York has pretty much rejected the idea of only giving the first dose
0: I yeah I mean truly we were like oh we're going to be out of town on the friday that you gave us cuz we were like not going to come back from florida that that like we were going to come back 2 days later and they were like uh sorry dude that's All right, the day you the have day. that's yeah. literally the day we are not doing this Can we like just availability push thing this that's and, no good uh, for me <laughs> <laughs> exactly so i felt like kind of i mean look i feel like an asshole for being in florida but i also know that i'm not doing anything here and i drove here so um and we saw nobody on our drives other than going into the gas stations to go to the bathroom Mm -hmm. um and we are double masking so really i feel i feel like it's totally safe what we're doing but i do feel like optically i feel uncomfortable about it so i'll just put that out there
1: yeah no i I totally feel that. i mean i felt i felt weird about even getting a vaccine appointment, like I think so much is—we said this last week—but like so much is uh, being pushed on to us to feel guilty about. Yeah, these definitely. Days and, and you know, we don't have to do that.
0: I—I so. uh, I mean, look, I felt guilty about, and was very—I was very publicly guilty about getting a vaccine for the wrong reasons.
1: Right, right.
0: You know, the whole thing is so dumb, and I just can't wait to be. We don't have to like make these value judgments all the time. Right. Yeah. It's um,
1: uh it's exhausting and it's it's not good for the soul, I don't think. It's really not <laughs>
0: for us to be. It's like really this, much better yeah. to be a very grace filled human being yes. versus an angry, evil yes. one, which is how I feel every day. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean I feel I feel like rejuvenated, restored and my mom keeps going, Kendall, you deserve this. <laughs> like You do, though. Because, you know, I've been really, I've had a hard, I've had you, a hard go a hard, of the year.
1: You had a particularly hard go of it. Yeah. We are all in this, but we can acknowledge that some people yeah. have it harder than others during this. We're not all experiencing the same thing.
0: Right. And little Lime really just sent my... whole life spinning so
1: threw things off yeah uh
0: i'm just so happy to have like a little bit of a break right really no you do deserve it um and you know what's funny jamie my therapist is in miami she drove down to miami with her husband wow and um i when i she took a week off and then she came back and i saw it in her face she was like absolutely restored as a human being yeah and i was like "Ooh, i want that that's what yeah. is that what's for sale like yeah. i want that whatever you're however you're feeling looking that's what i want on my face please give me and that, she was yeah. like she's like well i'm only gonna tell you that this makes life so much better uh, because i know you're coming here but right. it like literally makes life so much better she's like i'm truly i feel like an asshole every time i log on and someone's like you seem happy <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: all positive mental attitude I know. that's yeah. all it yeah. is
0: yeah exactly she's like it's all about a frame of mind it's all about your
1: perspective <laughs> exactly if your perspective is that she's like you i'm so imagine f- you're in my absolutely- <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just like <laughs> yeah so um i that i keep on thinking about that that like do i look like i'm glowing because i feel like i'm glowing you do look, you do look good
1: yeah <laughs> yeah you do look good
0: i look happier I yes think.
1: definitely and uh, so
0: yeah that's that's where i'm at i'm just nice. I'm, I'm happy i'm working from here Nice, um which I think is a good tie-in to uh, today's topic today's
1: topic, yeah, which, which is, is work work from home, work from everywhere we're now all officially working everywhere all the time.
0: work till you're dead.
1: yeah um so, so we've talked about we've talked about work before um but kind of similar to last week's episode, we wanted to revisit the topic and talk a little bit about. We've never have...
0: focused an entire episode on work. Didn't we did we not do an episode on work? No, we never did. Oh, I thought we did. We thought mm. it was a good idea, but we never did it.
1: We never did it. Okay. Scratch that. I think we've talked about like disclosure at work as like a thing.
0: I think we've talked about yeah. Yeah. Um Elements. But elements. Not elements. The uh, whole thing.
1: Uh so I guess one of the things that is that's different now in, in COVID is the uh cultural acceptability of working remotely because that's basically isn't that interesting yeah basically what we can do after years of people in offices with illness and disability asking for yeah. the same allowance and you being know,
0: met with a nah right <laughs> either
1: either full-out denial or you know uh the feeling of judgment or the or feeling that other co-workers think you're not doing as much or you're not doing your job if you're taking time off or working from home or or uh yeah and now that's all we do because we have to keep the machine running and yep now it's allowed. i mean
0: i think and hope that this will open up opportunity for people to continue this kind of working from home culture Mm -hmm. um i think look it's made my life way easier i mean i don't i think in the early lime times of my my fall i don't think i would have been able to work like i really don't think i wouldn't have been able to go in for sure for sure i was way too sick for Mm -hmm. months So it's made – I just, like, keep on thinking, wow, I can't – I'm so grateful. I'm so lucky that this is happening to me this year when I can work from home and I can be anywhere. Because I don't know how I would have even – I wouldn't have been able to live alone. Like, I was really sick. So I just think it absolutely would have put me in a position to take, like, a a leave. And that is so – Unfortunate because I didn't end up needing it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So it just really kind of stuns me.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, it's it's true. And it's also interesting to think, I mean, maybe this is my framework because we we both work in some area of media or connected to media. But I think about how we're a year out now and all sort of facets of media have kept going mm-hmm. like people were working at home and they got super bowl commercials on the air all like, the things were that like all the yeah. things
0: got done i mean sometimes they had to be in person right but yeah right clearly we didn't have to be in person every day
1: right the the idea that there is some like ineffable um you know in in, in indescribable uh magic that comes out of, like, being able to see someone when you have a meeting face-to-face mm-hmm. and that if you're across a Zoom instead that, like, you're not you're not working as hard or you're not churning out the same creativity or something. I mean... It's been pretty much debunked, I think.
0: I've been in jobs where it was just a 100%, like, you could not work from home ever. Mm. um Because the media thing, like... Right. Oh, the files are too large. But no, right. I mean, my goodness, like they must have figured it out some way, you know. Yeah. That I've... just is so interesting to me. And honestly, like in my current job situation, working from home is like we've r- realized and learned that podcasting, I don't think we'll ever do it in person again. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if we'll ever have people in studio with us again, because it works so well to do it remotely. And the thing is, you can get guests from anywhere then. Right. And right. and that it's so much easier for people to engage. Right. Uh, it's just totally changed so much. And um, I think from a perspective of like, I don't know. I just feel like there's this distance also from having your manager or just the people around you, the pressure to like always be in the office and to always like be at your desk. Right. Now I think there's this, there's this beautiful like autonomy that you get to have when you're away from people where you don't, oh yeah, if I have something in the middle of the day, like I could go do that and I could work later at night. Like you can't always do those things uh, if you're working at an office but it doesn't feel like you can right yeah because of the pressure you know right right and so i feel like you just get to work from a much better you get to work kind of smarter not harder
1: yeah right right yeah and 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 so much of like there are so many office jobs where like part of your day or part of your job isn't always, Taken up by emergent work, but because you are sitting in the office and you are in front of someone, or your boss might be coming by, there can be like the urge to seem like you are doing something, or like always be like butt in chair, making something up, even so that like your boss has like the visual satisfaction of like seeing you being productive, even if you're doing all the things you need to get done and it doesn't take up eight hours um but yeah that's also the freedom of like of being remote is like well i got the stuff done like
0: right you can't even
1: yeah
0: it doesn't it doesn't matter as long as it's done right like done and done well right so you can't even say
1: there have been studies that have been done in in i think other countries in europe maybe about like trying to find um if people are as productive if you take a day out of the work week or if you take two days off a work day for example and like they found they find that people get the same amount of work done like they get the things done that they need to do it's just like there's there's a certain expectation when your culture is 8 to 6 or 9 to 6 5 days a week that you've got to use up that time like looking busy
0: yeah i mean it's i know i i know that i've really benefited from taking walks in the middle of the day mm-hmm. um and i never would have been able to do that before the pandemic like that is just something so simple but it's been really helpful in the Lyme thing and um i don't know like it's warmer in the middle of the day so it's when i've usually gone but um i don't have to feel so guilty about it right um all right i just wouldn't have done it honestly so um, but yeah I also want to talk like so I think it's very clear that we could have always been doing this and Mm. just the sheer you know per usual like when rubber hit the road kind of we were able to accommodate and prove that we can accommodate people and I think that's like a very worthy lesson for the future because Mm. I think that more and more of these things will come up and It'll be like, oh, can we accommodate? Um, and we'll have to decide whether or not we think it's like worthy enough to accommodate. And I hope that that kind of shatters, but I I don't think it will. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think even beyond that, um, the work like work culture, the workplace, like productivity. Um, The ways in which we value work and assign like what makes a worthy life to be what like if you're a working person um, is so has such ableist kind of undertones Mm -hmm. and um, I think it's always been very clear to me that having any kind of disability or illness um in a work setting is just very tenuous and scary and should be not something that you bring up um right. and should be kind of mitigated and talked about as little as possible and um you know it's interesting like i know a lot of people who don't disclose that they have anything in any kind of in- interview process my stuff I feel like is all over the internet so people see it um so I don't even know if I feel like I have the privilege of not disclosing Mm. but um I think it, it it really has impacted my work experience and always very early on too like when I would interview i would start a new job and then immediately i don't know why but i always get sick right when i start a new job right like i don't know if it's the stress but immediately it's like a, it's immediate the first right. month or two and then i have to have this whole luck along like oh man i wish i wouldn't have had to tell you this but like i have to tell you this uh you know i get things harder it takes me longer to get over them my immune system is just not the same. Um, I need to take, like, I need to work from home today or take a day off. And I always felt so deeply guilty about it and, like, ashamed and embarrassed and, um, really just a whole host of bad things. And I really hope that that also will be less, um, right. now post COVID, because if people are sick, people will just want them to stay home. Right. Yeah. Um, and not like gut through it, mm. like the whole gutting through things, I think is really uh, behind a lot of the. That's like the ideology of of working, right. gut through it, like yeah. still be there, show up, get the job done, gut through it because like we need your your body doing productive work, right, in order to meet our financial goals or whatever it is right um which
1: is also what makes work a health issue for people who are otherwise healthy i mean there are people who are otherwise healthy yeah who work
0: becomes the the thing that makes them sick right and
1: end up needing sort of the same or 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 wishing they had the same um protections or uh allowances that you're talking about that we're also seeking from the beginning mm-hmm. that can come up for, for anyone really because totally of our insane work culture
0: uh-huh. and
1: schedules and, you know, all that.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think, uh, I've had bosses who were mostly like, I don't know if they've really got it, but they mm. were largely amicable. Hmm about it um, but I just always felt so bad and so uncomfortable and still do honestly, when I get sick or when I need something from them, I feel like, oh no, oh no, I'm like proving that I'm not as good of a worker as right. other people right um, or they'll think I can't handle things, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and oh man, it's just, it's so tied to our, like our productivity is so tied to our value. Right. And I think that that's really where the rubber meets the road. That's like the thing that gets us in trouble as a culture. Oh, definitely. Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, I think about what you said about vaccines and, and why certain groups were, Prioritized for oh, vaccines yeah. and some weren't, and You were saying we need we need a we need a disability union. I, mm-hmm. I think you're right. I mean, I think really what we need is like a, a stronger labor movement in the country in general, where disability is like a, a central part of that. Um,
0: but, I I guess I I I mean not to interrupt you, but like no, I sure. guess that like I don't think that we. I see a labor movement um, a strong labor movement a hundred percent excluding disability as a as an entity that they care about
1: because because you mean labor being it, about because redounding eventually to productivity and and I just think that I just
0: think that my I'm my cynical side of me would say people, Largely, still don't understand disability and don't care about it and don't oh, apply yeah. it to themselves, and oh, therefore, yeah. any kind of large mass movement, like a labor movement in the country, I think would would still largely ignore disability and health as a concern.
1: Yeah, I'm talking about an ideal situation where sure, I'd love if we had a strong labor movement and they uh, and disability. I mean, was you can have your cake and eat it too, Jamie. Um, I mean, yeah. Then, so so we're talking about then it would have to be something that would be outside of that. Um, but I do think a lot of people who I mean, I, look, I've never been in a union, but I do think a lot of people that um, do labor organizing talk about these people that I know who talk about it talk about aspiring to have that being a, a strong a, a core sort of um, value. It's the question of whether or not you can you can get it pulled off because most of the time people can't even get raises and things like that. Um, But yeah, I I think you're right. I think it's, I think it's an uphill uphill battle, certainly. Um, But also, I mean, just to the fact that like you were saying, this happened during the pandemic because it was forced. I mean, the only reason this happened was because there was no other option. I mean, yeah, they they just literally couldn't do anything else. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's probably going to take, a similar um forcing to keep this going or or if we return back to normal and this is not carried forward you know it would it would need to be sort of a giving people no option
0: well here's what i think i think now that we have the masses on our side because Mm -hmm. people have experienced work from home and the flexibility that that brings their life from a just from a health standpoint from a just pure yeah well-being standpoint right Mm -hmm. um people are like no no we're not going to go back to the way it was absolutely not and there's enough of a critical mass to say we've proved that we can do this i will i prefer to stay home i'm going to stay home right and to have companies say like okay we're gonna let we're gonna let you do that
1: right right i think i think you're right i think there's also some of the downsides potential downsides or the counter arguments I've heard are that one companies that continue this um I mean there are people probably who will keep it as an as an option but will mm-hmm. sort of allow people to return yes. to normal if they want to there are companies that have already signaled that they're basically going to make this the norm and some of them are doing that because They're realizing that it's cheaper for them to do that, to not have to not pay for office space. Right. Um, And the counter argument that I've heard, which I think is valid, is that um, companies are going to find a way basically to exploit people through work from home as well, because they're basically going to say, well, you're working at home. The workday doesn't exist anymore and they're gonna pull out extra work from people where they can. They're gonna say you don't have a commute anymore. so your day starts at sure. you know, eight o'clock or they're gonna say you don't have to um, uh, your your home is where you work uh, there's we're gonna reduce your salary you know there there's gonna be uh, some squeezing, happens because of that or they're going to say that becomes normal that your work and your home are so mingled that a new thing is going to emerge it's not new totally but new across the board where people can just expect you to be working constantly because your home is your office your office is your home
0: yeah I Um, mean I think those are all uh, those are all valid fears or concerns but I presume that a lot of companies will go back in person for the most part and mm. people will have just like a, a, a greater flexibility. Yeah. Um, And I do think that that will help people with disabilities a lot. Yes. Because the option to be remote, even when not everyone is remote, I think could be really beneficial. But then we get into the like, you know, who's getting... FaceTime with people and, you know, that kind of thing. I think that will still matter. Um,
1: Office politics will always exist even if there's no office. Right. And so there will be other uh, determining factors of, yeah, who's...
0: What has, Jamie, what has your work experience made you feel from a perspective of, like, dealing with illness? I mean...
1: I've mostly been freelance most of my mm-hmm. working life and that has come with working from home a lot, bef- even before this. And I've found that I really love it. Um, and I also kind of like the flexibility of freelance um, because it does take out some of the things uh that I don't like about, about office work. I mean, Mm -hmm. there is less, I mean, I don't have to worry as much about things like, yeah, office politics, about who's getting enough FaceTime. Um, I do like being able to make my own schedule. I mean, a big thing for me with my illness is just being able to set my own schedule. I mean, it's like, if I need to sleep an extra hour later, in the morning and then i'll do i'll work later in the day or i mean sleep is a huge thing for how well my body works i mean i know it's true of everyone
0: Mm -hmm. but like if
1: i i ended up in the hospital about um whenever we recorded for season one yeah like part of that was due to kind of overworking myself Mm -hmm. and not sleeping enough And Mm -hmm. not eating as well because I was working all the time. Mm -hmm. And then, like, that things like that might be a small thing for a healthy person. But for me, that was, like, my heart muscle started not pumping as well. And then, like, Mm -hmm. all this fluid accumulated on my body and, like, it became Mm -hmm. a huge thing. Um, So, yeah, the flexibility is honestly pretty essential. And I was, like, I didn't have that crazy of a work schedule, to be honest. Mm Mm-hmm. And my doctors were like, "You can't do this. Like, you kind of have to stop this." Mm. Um, And that's also what's crazy about it because I can most of the time I can do a lot. It's not. It's not like I can do like I can only do work for two hours a day or something. Like, yeah. um, But it's just. It's just. uh, It just doesn't fit in that in that box that most work needs you to fit into. Yeah. so i don't know i hope it stays i hope this stays i really do and i think you're right i think i'm probably more on the optimistic side i just always i I just never want to underestimate the degree to which companies might try to pull some shit
0: but yeah i agree with that do you worry um that people clients will know that you have an illness and judge you because of that like um i mean has that been a concern
1: i i do to some degree mostly i've worked with people i think i think probably similar for your to your experience it's like on a case-by-case basis and i've mostly dealt with people who range from okay to really understanding but i don't assume that that's always going to be the case Mm -hmm. so i'm usually careful about it Mm -hmm. um I think the smaller group of people like the smaller the group of people that I'm interacting with or if I'm just working for someone one on one like the more the easier it becomes the more comfortable I am. Um, but yeah, it just totally depends, I think. Yeah, I don't I'm I'm definitely not in a place where I just am telling everyone everything and think it'll always work out.
0: The other co- complicating factor um and where, you know, corporate America really has me by the balls is health insurance. Yes. And yeah. having job based health insurance. Right. I think is a system, again, that just ties our value to our productivity. Yes. Which if you're have you have a disability is just makes you inherently less valuable. Right. Um, it's really hard. I think that's really hard. And there's just absolutely no way that I would be doing what I'm doing currently if I could get health insurance. Uh well maybe not no way, but I I just think You'd my life would freedom. be my life would be way better if I could get the same quality of health insurance without working for a big company. Right. Yeah um absolutely and i'm not even going to say that i i mean i work for a big organization one of the you know longest and relatively i would say it's relatively probably one of the biggest nonprofits in the country mm-hmm. um but it's uh so there's like you know but it is a nonprofit um and thank goodness we get really we have really good health insurance it's right. like the best health insurance i've ever experienced in my life so um i have golden handcuffs truly right. because i'm like how could i ever leave um but yeah i mean health insurance is so important and because it's tied to our jobs it like makes our decisions for us right um i think it made my dad's decisions for him when i was a, a kid um, mine as well absolutely So, I just wish that we agreed that that was a bad idea.
1: Absolutely, yeah. I mean, that was—I mean, talk about parents. That was something I didn't even totally understand until I had grown up. Was my dad had a a grueling job for the majority of his working life, and uh, I mean, we—it was a good job. He got paid well, Mm -hmm. but it was—I mean. To the point where towards the end of his working career as cardiologist was like, you're gonna have a heart attack. Like you need something might happen to you if you don't stop doing this. Um and I didn't understand fully until I was an adult how much he had basically internalized the need, and it was a true need, but it was also then totally just implanted in his brain, the need to maintain this incredible health insurance for all of us, but mostly for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that he couldn't guarantee that he'd get something as good if he went somewhere else. Right. And that, and yeah. f- so for years it was like, is there anything else you can do that isn't so grueling? But it was like, this is where you get the insurance.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it sucks. It yeah. really does suck. I like, I think And I hope that I don't know if the pandemic is really making us change what we think about insurance. I don't really know if it's, I don't really know if that's,
1: I think that's a bigger fight.
0: Yeah. But I do think it's, it will hopefully help make work culture better. Yeah. And also just the idea that you shouldn't come in when you're sick. Right. My God, like basic things. Right. Because really what the happens, people used to gut through because they thought that they had to. Right. I mean, really, what they happens, would get in trouble if they weren't right. at work.
1: Definitely. I mean, when we're looking at our, our coworkers who are coming in when they're sick, what's happening is like, we're just being careful and aware enough because of our situations to say, I can't do this because it will have really bad consequences it's not like people aren't getting sick that no the ones no that are they are at work, they are getting sick they're just like for general there's a different bar for generally healthy people mm-hmm. who might get a cold and say or even if i'm gonna and, work through I'm this i'm gonna work through it and it's gonna be fine yeah or or they're just like not aware of of the consequence um
0: i'm reading this book right now um it's between two worlds i think between two kingdoms, kingdoms i don't know yeah Uh, It's Suleika Jawad's book. Mm -hmm. Um, Suleika wrote a column for the New York Times at some point called Life Interrupted about dealing with cancer. And um, I mean, I'm just dumbfounded by how long it took her to realize that she needed like real medical attention. Right. um, Based on how sick she was. Right. And I think that part of our culture is that we just tell people to suck it up. Yeah um and i think that has a lot to do with how sick she allowed herself to be because i know that i wouldn't have ever tolerated that right but that's because i have a different kind of level of hypervigilance than most people right. um when it comes to health things but yeah i think that also goes back to just this yeah this this culture that tells us that um it's like not okay to to rest not right, okay to yeah. be sick. Yeah, absolutely. Not okay to to uh waver in any way. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. It's not good. I
1: yeah, I I do hope this this changes things. I'm skeptical as to how, how much um they will change. But uh yeah, it was very funny when the pandemic first started and some workplaces were starting to go remote and there were like there, you know, you just hear friends who say like, yeah, you know, it's the winter. Like people are getting sick. Like they're still at the office. And it's like, I wonder how many people, how long coronavirus was walking around American offices before they actually shut down. I mean, yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Because people just, Oh, I it's cold symptoms. That's what it is. I'm just, I go to work.
0: Yep. Yeah definitely <sighs> that good old rugged individualism Yep. Yeah. pull yourselves selves up by the bootstraps right it's really gotten us so far
1: it has yeah
0: um well <laughs> that's all i really have that's all i have to. i was just on yeah. work
1: yeah the only thing i was gonna bring up and it's like we already kind of talked about it but about companies trying to get what they can out of a situation. Um, one of the one of the stories.
0: Jamie's this week, favorite anti-capitalistic. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I don't know. It's my hobby
1: horse. It's my uh,
0: it's my yeah. soapbox. There's yeah. a story
1: story this week about Salesforce, um, mm. which is you know obviously a huge company, San Francisco's biggest private employer, basically announced going forward in-person work is dead at this company um it's like it's not happening anymore but what they the, in one of the quotes they gave um is uh an immersive workspace is no longer limited to a desk in our towers the nine to five workday is dead and i think oh, no. that is the thing that we need to be careful about the
0: nine to five workday nine is to dead. five
1: workday is dead because there's a difference between saying yeah you don't have to come to the office no and saying now you work 24/7 or now you work uh, 9 9 to 9 or 9 to 10 or whatever so that's oh, what I'm God. that's sort of what I'm uh worried about that we keep an eye on um,
0: that's bad yeah that's really bad yeah wow
1: because okay we can still have a 9 to 5 workday working from home you don't yeah. have to, you know, we don't have to make the workday forever. Right,
0: right. We yep. still need weekends. We still yep. need breaks. And that extra time that we would have been spending on our commute is, should just be time that people get back, get back to the into their yeah. pockets. Right, yeah. 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 We'll see how it goes. We will see. I guess
1: I don't have anything else.
0: I don't. All right
1: um so Total. next week we will be a half vaccinated podcast um i have no proof of this but i'm going to claim by next week we'll be we will be the most vaccinated podcast currently broadcast
0: oh wow <laughs> that would be really interesting i have no idea i bet there's a way to f-
1: i can just look around i mean
0: hey to a 50 percent of the workforce or 50 percent we're 50% fifty percent vaccinated, hundred percent of the workforce.
1: Yes, yes, right.
0: That's wow, true. that's a real, it's a real. If,
1: I don't know if, if my appointment works. If I, it's a
0: real gloating point.
1: If I don't walk into the Javits Center and officers surround me and.
0: Well, we'll say, circle back on this. <laughs>
1: we'll circle back, yeah.
0: We'll roll... We'll, will uh, put a pin we'll, in that. We'll break it down and then we'll build it back up and then we'll we'll, s- we'll synthesize it and then we'll analyze it.
1: We'll send an email that can be a text and then we'll have a phone call about actually the email. It needed to be a Zoom <laughs> and we'll figure it out.
0: Can only make me stronger I